cool. All right. So, hey, welcome to today's episode of Don't Kill the Messenger. Um, this is the water cooler series around lunchtime and mountain time, the forgotten time zone. And today we're going to be talking about how to find virtual events to speak at. And everyone's finding virtual events. They're everywhere right now. But how do you speak at it? How do you interact with them in a way that allows you to grow your influence, become the speaker, and be positioned as the authority? And today I have a special guest, Shay Wheat here, um, who's a fantastic event planner. She helps not just help you run a six, uh, even seven-figure events, but she does a lot more than that. She'll introduce herself in a little bit here and kind of talk about all of that. So uh, before we begin, Make sure that if you have any questions about it, we have her here now. So make sure you ask in the comments and we can get those answered and we'll highlight them here. You'll see them pop up on screen so that we can get those answered for you right now. So, hey, Shay, how you doing? I'm doing phenomenal. Thanks for having me. How you awesome. doing? <laughs> I love it. In the forgotten time zone. In the forgotten time zone. Yeah, right. I like to call MT sometimes like my time because no one knows about it. <laughs> So, yeah. um, but I'll, I'll let you kind of make a small introduction here about like how, the types of people you work with and then what you've done for a couple of people and whatnot, and maybe even what's coming up um, with you and whatnot so that we can kind of jump into it with virtual events here. Yeah, absolutely. So hello everybody, Shay Wheat. Um, I'm a certified event producer. And what that means is I assist speakers, coaches, and experts to run and produce um, in-person live events. Now, as you all know, that's a little bit different right now, um, being that we're in still a stay-at-home order. But in my everyday world, um, I work with people that are doing events anywhere from 50 to 800 people. Um, I've collaborated with some well-known speakers such as Dr. Oz, Martha Stewart, in the personal development transformation space, Bill Barron, Lisa Nichols. And I assist them in doing things that are, are called um, sales speak to sell events or also known as enrollment events. So they use this platform to leverage their time, grow their business, and support their community by making high-ticket offers from the stage. And with that, I've been able to assist my clients in generating over $2 million from one three-day live event. And then you can also do a smaller event. You know, I've had clients that are 20 people in the room make $150,000 in, in a couple of days. So, that is in my everyday world. But now that we've gone virtual, how <laughs> yeah. world does that change and shift? Well, it does a little bit, but it's still extremely profitable. And you can still, um, for me, assist my clients in making those very, very profitable. Um, we were talking just before this where we ended up having to do a large pivot right as the governor of California said, nobody's getting together and meeting at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, you know, I'm happy to go into that a little bit too, but that's just a real quick overview of, of how I assist clients in rocking their events and helping them build their tribe and community. That's awesome. Yeah, because I, I know it, it, we were just talking about this before we went live, how it was like you literally did this in a matter of days because you had to switch from one event to downsizing to then pivoting to virtual mm -hmm. in like a matter of like a hand, like a week or something like that. And it was just to have someone like you on your team to be able to do that is just insane. Like that would take so much headache out of everything. Um, and I know 
I'm sure you <laughs> had like some hair pulling moments during that week too with all, all of this going on. But now that we are virtual, Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things, and I didn't mention this beforehand, I was like, one of the things that I, I feel that I've experienced with virtual events is it's harder to keep people's attention mm -hmm. um, compared to two live events. But I know you said you had something to say about that before yeah. we really dive into uh, how to find the virtual events to speak at. Yes, absolutely. So the way to think about uh, when you're doing a virtual live event right? It's not a virtual event. It's a virtual live event. Mm -hmm. yeah. want to make it very experiential, just like we do when we do on live. Okay. So what I mean by that is usually at a live event, you know, people have bought a ticket, they're staying at the hotel, they're planning on being with you for, let's say three days, mm -hmm. um, you know, eight or nine in the morning until eight or nine at night. Right. But yeah. that you are doing things that are keeping them engaged. So not only are you doing, you know, speakers, bringing in guest speakers, you've got sponsors, you've got breakout sessions, you've got activities, you've got people interacting with one another, you've got things happening on break, you've got dance parties, you, you know, like all of these things are- yeah, I'm, I'm like, uh, how do you how do you make a dance party virtual? Uh, we can we can touch on that for sure. But no, I I, I love that you mentioned something breakout rooms, mm -hmm. and this is actually very interesting that you mentioned that because um, about a week ago or so, I was part like I was I have a mastermind group that I'm, I attend, um, and we did a quarterly thing, and we actually broke out into uh, like break, breakout room sessions on Zoom, mm -hmm. and it was it was very interesting because I've, I've never necessarily use that feature on zoom and i know it's there um but that's a very cool way of using it if you if you were to do it at a live event you would be like all right we're going to get in groups of five or seven or whatever and like you're going to meet up at tables and you're doing something like that like you're essentially just doing the same thing but in breakout rooms i love it yeah well you know from my perspective when you end up in the host perspective right it's like okay we're gonna meet with everybody at your table when yeah. you're live right well and then it's like, okay, clap your hands once if you can hear me, or everybody say shush when you're done, right? <laughs> yeah. When you do it virtually, you click a button, and they're back with you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's, you're kind of, they're kind of forced to be done. Yeah, no, I get it. And that's, that's very interesting, because one of the things I, I saw, like, we had, like, announcements. It's like, hey, um, we're doing, like, um, these are the goals that we're setting and stuff like that, and this is you kind of uh, an announcement of this. Of, of you meeting with your breakout rooms. And then it's kind of like, all right, let's move on to the second person now. It's an announcement that everyone sees, but you're still in your breakout room. It's very similar to like the host, I, I think, kind of going on, on, on stage and be like, hey, all right, let's move on to the next person. And then kind of just, you're still leading it. But it's very interesting how to make that pivot and, and to really create that and, and think about it from the point of view of you're really just creating that live experience online virtually. Yes. And you, you did make a pause and you did emphasize like live event, like live virtual event. Um, so what do you mean by that? What's the difference between a live virtual event and just a virtual event? Mm -hmm. So when I think of just like a virtual event or a, a summit or a webinar or something like that, it's, you know, two people, three people, you know, just talking to a camera okay, the yeah. whole time. Right. It's like there's not a whole lot of interaction. There's nothing that's coming back from the audience. There's nothing that you're putting the audience into to make it experiential right then and there mm -hmm. in the moment. Right. It's just talking heads for yeah. 
you know, however many hours. Hence the reason why virtual events tend to be shorter. Webinars tend to be shorter. Yeah. When you're doing a virtual live event, you're adding in all of these elements that make it so people want to stick around and they don't want to miss what's going to happen next. Also, you can add things like gamification to your event. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, uh, for instance, I've got a client who they're, they're doing the, the virtual piece, right? Yeah. They're also utilizing their Facebook group to gamify what's happening. So even though, you know, there's not maybe a whole lot of interaction here, all of the interactions happening on the Facebook group and they're giving them some type of call to action to interact with the audience, right? So okay. like, we're gonna go to break right now, but on this break, I want you to X, Y, Z. I want you to record a video. I want you to show us a picture of your dream board. I want you to, whatever it is you've been working on, right. yep. post it in the Facebook group, and then comment on three other participants on what they've done or what inspired you about it. Interesting, okay. That enters you to win $2,000 worth of coaching with us. Yeah. And so then you come back after the break, you announce the winner. And you do this throughout your event. That and brings people back. That's interesting, that's super cool. I'm like that's, that's, that's really funny. Like I live in the virtual, virtual world, so. Things like that, I'm kind of like, wow, I can see exactly what they're doing to, to do that because I, I've seen it done and I've been part of stuff like that at live events and it, it, they're simply just transitioning it in a way. And, and that's interesting how you say they're utilize, utilizing that Facebook group to really gamify that and help to create even more interaction, which there's a lot of more things happening behind the scenes that I can get into, but yeah. definitely that, that's a super cool way of, of creating that interaction and experience. Mm -hmm. um, in that, and I'm, I'm sure someone like you is, is the person to talk to to make sure we're like, hey, so how can we make this even better? Yeah. Right? Um, is that something you kind of help curate for people and whatnot? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because especially when you're moving into virtual too, you need to take a look at you know what it is that you're offering, what is the experience, what you know I call it the run a show. What is the agenda of the event? Yeah. What is arc how does it move how do we you know bring the highs and the lows how do we engage people all of those things we take a mm -hmm. look at for the experience of the attendee because that's uh, that's who's showing up that's what you're delivering the promise of the event how do you make that experience something where they want to come back and they want to continue working with you you have right. to go through all of that process uh, that's Awesome. As long as you, and it's important, again, like I, I talked with um, another event planner this week and we talked about like, you have to make sure you do have the end in mind, of course, to start yeah. with. Because otherwise it's, you end up kind of throwing things. I think that's what a lot of people are doing right now. They're just like, hey, let's throw this together and let's create a virtual summit and it's just going to gather a lot of people. And there you go. Um, which, which leads to like, how do we find these events to actually speak at? There are, because not all of them are going to be created equally. Uh -huh. um, I, I actually saw a post yesterday from a colleague that said, um, like, here's my generic um, email of like pitching people to pay to be on this virtual event that um, they're reaching out to other influencers. So I don't know, there was, it was like this big thing and I, I thought it was interesting to think about it that way. Um, but yeah, so many people, it's easy to do stuff virtually, but doesn't mean that it's necessarily valuable. So how do you first find 
these virtual events that are valuable to speak at and um, just in general, like how do you start to determine which ones are good and which ones aren't? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, one, you have to be really super clear on your audience. Who is it right. that you serve? And then with that, who um, supports your audience as well? Right? So right. they do something before or after you. Okay. It makes sense. Yep. Right? So it's yeah. like, um, I don't know, you help people um, get speaking gigs in their own backyard, right? That's yeah. what it is that you do. So who supports you before that and after that? Where do your people hang out? Who? Do, what services um, need to be utilized in order to make it so you can interact with them? Yeah. So let, let me, I guess, let me, let me make it easier for you. Sorry. I, I realized you were kind of like coming up with that all in the blue. Um, let's just use me as, as, as an example. Um, for example, we work with high growth coaches and consultants, right? Author speakers generally fall into that category as well. Um, however, we work a lot with them with Facebook ads and chatbots online, a lot of the lead generation and, and conversion online. Um, you know, usually these people have their own events. So like they're working with people like you, we run traffic to their events, to their, to their services, whatever it is, their product launches, whatever that looks like. And we focus on that front end, right? Mm -hmm. But then there's that back end that you help them do is like perhaps maybe it's a front end offer, but that leads to an event that you're helping them plan. So in that case, there, does that does that help to kind of put it yeah. in? A, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if we're working with somebody like myself that deals with your client on the back end, yeah. I obviously know I've got an event coming up with a client. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing is filling the room. And that's yeah. exactly what it is that you do, right? Mm -hmm. You want to be connecting with people that already have clients that are doing events and needing to fill the space, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. So then, so then, for example, like I put on a virtual summit. Um, I would have you on because your audience would be like my clients, essentially. Like I would invite people like my clients onto this virtual summit to talk, let's say, marketing and how to fill their things even better, um, their services and programs. I'm talking about marketing, but I don't know anything about the back end, which is like virtual events or live events that you help with. So having you as, as an expert speaker there would be ideal for you in that case. Mm -hmm. So that it's, again, it, al it always goes, I feel like it always goes back to this fundamental understanding of who you serve. <laughs> so yeah. You're like, that stems, everything else stems from there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if <laughs> your business 101 who do you serve you're done like yeah. there you go it's um, true right yeah. and then so different ways that you can connect and find uh, these online spaces right yeah. so it's like first off what are the different digital stages out there would mm -hmm. be one question that I would want to be considering what am I looking for what are the keywords I'm searching for mm -hmm. so we're calling it live stream they're calling it webinar. You've got podcasts, right? Yeah. Podcasts are huge stages, yeah. uh, especially if you're on a podcast that essentially could launch your business by just being on there for 30 minutes talking about yeah. how you support people. And right. then, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I've been waiting for. That's what yeah. a stage is, right? Mm -hmm. um, summits. Uh, you've also got an opportunity that m most people don't think about, but have have you ever considered 
people that have membership sites or courses that you can come in and be a guest expert on? Oh, interesting. That is an, that is one that I don't think a lot of people think of or talk about. Because mm -hmm. you've already, so I've, I can see this live, right? Mm -hmm. I've got a client who works with speakers yep. in one of their fulfillment events. So they're already in their program. They're already working with them for a year. They will bring in a stylist and a photographer because they know speakers need to have headshots and they need to like look the part. Right. That right? makes sense. Yeah. That is a stage that you can be on. Yeah. Right. That, that's interesting uh, to think about it that way because it's it's more of like collaborative type of uh, relationship with the person hosting. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I love it because so in in this case, uh, for example, let's say you have your live event, right? A live event that helps people really map out how to host their six or seven figure live event. Yep then you'd probably bring in people that help to elevate that either bring it for example like i would i would maybe talk about bringing traffic to fill the room yeah. you talk about the details of how to create that experience and how to make it profitable mm -hmm. and then there's probably you you'd probably invite like you said a photographer and mm -hmm. um so maybe a book publisher if people have books or they have you know, something along those lines so then you can start to see who to connect with and whatnot yeah uh, I, I love it. Yeah, no, that's that's some really good. That's some really good good way of thinking about it because that's not just virtual, right? You gave it a virtual example, but I, I'm saying this is a way to do it as well for live. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I guess that kind of leads into that conversation of sponsorships. Then, uh -huh. right? It's like I would probably look to sponsor your event in that case to be the person that talks about marketing yes. or or something like that. So I'm I'm curious then um, as far as virtual events go um shoot I, I feel like i just kind of lost it i had it in my head and i was like oh this is so good um, <laughs> does that ever happen to you i'm like oh man i can't believe i just did that absolutely and it's like yeah. okay well that will come back to me yeah it will it will come back to me oh man okay so it, it, it was about uh, oh right here it is um how do we let's say you and i weren't connected and knew each other mutually how would someone like me reach out to you to say like speak or sponsor. Um, I'm a big fan of paying for it, paying to play, um, just because I pay to play for advertising. So I'd rather pay to pay for sponsorships because I'll be the only one usually is how that works. And your dollars will go further, especially yeah. if it is your niche in the room. It's yeah. it's a lot better than, you know, just kind of regular media type of things, but yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, how would someone like me then reach out to someone like you? If I'm looking to be like, I want to f I find these virtual events, I know that one is the one I want to be on, um, that live stream or that summit or whatever that is, how do I get connected to that person? Mm -hmm. What what do you have any, any ways for any tips on how to create that relationship? Yeah, absolutely. So mm -hmm. as a certified event producer, we're looking at everything of what's it costing us yeah. and how are we going to be earning the money back and go above and beyond, right? So oh, okay. to me, with an opportunity to help me on my budget and on my costs, I'm going to say, I would love to connect with you and see what it is that you've got going on and see if it's a good fit, right? So obviously, word of mouth, connecting, building rapport and relationship is still the name of the game, right? right? Yeah. Who do you, I mean, even if you were to post on your own Facebook or your pages, hey, 
who knows event planners and event producers that are running events right now? I would love to connect with them and help them on their, you know, cost of the event. Any event hosts, anybody, speakers, coaches that are doing events, I'd love to help them on the costs of their event. That's going to make their ears go, okay, like what is it that you've got going on? Like leaning in, yeah, yeah, I get uh-huh. it. Yeah. yeah. Cause it, it's not cheap to do an event. <laughs> no, it's no, I've, I've seen and heard. I've heard more than anything that seem Cause I don't uh, play in that space. I help them just fill the event. That's it. That, that's like my front end part. And then I pass it off to someone like you <laughs> We're handling the rest of it, making the experience fantastic. Um, but I've heard how much it like the investment can be to just run a, a successful and profitable but pe- one that and it not just kind of like a put together like hey let's have like a workshop but one that's like truly a good experience people are like wow that was amazing mm-hmm. you know like i've heard some numbers and it's it's it can be a little scary a little daunting sometimes mm-hmm. it can yeah. And, you know, there's also ways to um, still joint venture with people and, you know, you can still do like fun gifts, right? Like if you're going to give some essential oils away because that yeah. makes sense, you know, you could have a partner that's going to create the essential oils for you, right? So it's like it's not a hard cost, but it's still value producing for the event. So, yes, there mm-hmm. are costs and this is essentially a sponsorship. Woo, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no way. Let me throw my oils around. Yeah, um, yeah but this is essentially a sponsorship that they can put their logos and things on the oils. Gotcha. You have five minutes on stage, right? Yeah. And I, I love it. No, that, that actually helps a lot. So it's like coming toward um, reaching out to these, these hosts or people like you connecting with people like you that send like, Hey, I'm looking to speak. And if I, I know, let's say I know who I serve. Um, like I'm looking to find events that serve these people. Um, and I'm looking to sponsor that would stand out more as like a cold email to you rather than like, Hey, I'm looking to speak at these types of events. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm looking to sponsor um, some of your events. Let me know, you know, what you've got going on. And if you feel it's a good fit, I'm going Mm -hmm. to answer that email a little bit faster than I want to speak on your stage. Yeah. Everyone wants to speak on that stage. Yeah. It's different, right? What can I get out of you versus what can I provide for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you do, then you're given options. I, I feel like now the conversation becomes like, what options do I feel comfortable enough, or what can I invest into this event? Mm-hmm. You know, as as like me helping you out so that I can get it's everyone scratches each other's back on that end. Yeah, and it's like, who knows? Maybe you just become like you said, like that material like gift sponsor, and that's all. At least at the moment, you can afford. But you get five minutes on stage, whereas the person who pays for the full hour gives, you know, obviously they pay more, so they're going to get more out of it. Exactly. So, I, in, I love it. In-kind trade is just as valuable as a paid sponsorship, right? I'm so sorry, an in-kind trade. I mean, so like gifting the Elaborate, yeah. Yeah, gifting the oils versus um, – paying to be on the stage you know if you've got a 200 person event or 20 person event and you create a gift bag for the attendees okay gotcha right of all of your you know whatever it is that you create Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's valuable versus the the host going and paying five dollars here five dollars there to create some type of bag or basket 
But if you yeah. come to them and be like, look, I mean, I have a client right now that we've done this. We've paired up with an amazing company that does these fun essential oils. Oh, my camera. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they'll create a whole box for us and they'll give it to us at a discounted rate. So I'm getting a $60 box for including shipping all over the world for like $36. That's huge value for my VIP clients. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So she also knows because it was amazing. She sent me a box. She sent the event host a box totally gratis. And we went, this is fantastic. We want to now also utilize you for our other events. Mm. Right? That, yeah, that, that's a great way to start that relationship as well. Like, again, and, and it comes, like, <laughs> I swear, like business 101 fundamentals, right? Um, <laughs> like who you serve and what you can provide mm -hmm. um, as value. And I, I hear that term all the time. And I feel like a lot of people say it, provide value, provide value. But a lot of people, like, it's hard to, well, what does that mean? <laughs> so it's, and, and you kind of just nailed it right there. Mm -hmm. Some, an in-kind trade, right? It, providing that gift bag or mm -hmm. those materials that are hard costs to the hosts that allow you to, you know, like you cover it and that's your value to that and your investment to that event. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, there's a lot, of, a lot of other things, you know, I could just sponsor it and pay a certain amount mm -hmm. for a booth and a stage time or anything like that. But, you know, people, some people are not ready for that. Some people are, whoever, you know, it really depends on where you're at and what, what you can do. You got to get creative about it. And, and the virtual space. So like when we were live in person, if mm -hmm. let's say you wanted to go and sponsor a meetup group, right? Mm -hmm. You could, you could go to the meetup host and be like, hey, how can I help you with the, the cost? Maybe I can bring a dessert platter or I can bring a veggie platter, right? Yeah. That's what you could do when it, was on, when it was in person. How can you take that same idea and do it virtual? Can you do gift cards to Uber Eats or, you know, oh, a cart or mm -hmm. something like that, right? So now our, our lunch break is sponsored by XYZ Company. And you all received uh, a gift code to, you know, get your lunch on them. Yeah, no, that that's fantastic. I that is interesting virtually. I that's a that's a that's a very clever um, to do like an Uber Eats thing, and then you're like, here's the here's the gift code. I'm you know like order away during lunch. And right. That's that's actually really cool. Um, I did not. That tickles me. That's actually really fun. <laughs> I might I might try to do that uh, personally. I might <laughs> be like, hey, uh, I want to sponsor your lunch. If you're doing a live stream right now, um, mm -hmm. I know a couple people are doing like three hour live streams uh, mm -hmm. right now, and they're 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 doing things like that. Uh, so that that's interesting to think about, and that's a, that's an interesting way for me to go about to do that. So thank you for that. Uh, mm -hmm. um, I know we had a couple people jump on here. And they were kind of on, and I didn't. I realized I didn't say hello. Um, but whoops, sorry. Uh, but I know you also have a couple of other events. For example, you, we were just talking about a, uh, one of your clients' events coming up. Mm -hmm. um, can you tell us a little bit more about that, and like kind of what you had to do for this, um, and how you participated, and really helped just to kind of showcase like how you really help people put these things together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've got a client that is hosting an event May 1, 2, and 3. 
Mm -hmm. And so what we've done is we were going to be um, in person in California. And unfortunately, we're not able to do that. And we expect to still be in our homes at that point in time. We've shifted it to completely virtual. And it is a personal development event with uh, Lisa Nichols, who was on the Mm -hmm. secret. And she's, uh, you know, with all of the, the, you know, chicken soup for the souls and Mr. Beckwith and Hanson, like she's, she knows all of them. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, she's, she's She's, super well connected. Yes, she's amazing. And so this is the first time that she's actually doing an actual personal development event. Hmm. Okay. Working on the mindset, working on, on you, putting the mask on you first. And so what we're doing is it's called an extraordinary you event. And it's going to be three days with her. And oh my goodness, if you have not seen her, you definitely want to take a look at her uh, Facebook fan page right now. Not only do you get yeah, not only do you get a glimpse into her world and what it is that she does, but it's literally it's a shot to get you back into it, to get you your mind right, to get you moving and shaking because now is the time to grow your life and your business. Yeah, he's gonna help you get there. Right. Absolutely. No, I I agree. It's definitely, I think that's like very well placed for right now. Mm -hmm. um, For sure. Like a lot of people are kind of thrown into this, like, I don't really work from home or anything like that. Right. It's like, here's how to just get over it and move forward. Exactly. So So on her page, she's doing 30 days of inspiration, totally complimentary. um, And she's also giving a special code to the event. By, by watching those. So that's at 8 a.m. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, to make it so it's kind of crazy. She's never, ever, ever, ever offered a ticket price like she's offering here to be three days with her. That's it's, insane, yeah. It's insane. But she's all about giving, right? Yeah. She, like she just wants to help and serve as many people as she possibly can. And that's what we're going to do with this event. So it's gone completely virtual. We're still going to be bringing in some guest speakers. Like we've got some some pretty phenomenal um, friends of hers that are going to be coming on. We've yeah. got drummers and we've got breath work and we've got singing and yoga. It's just like it's going to be an experience. <laughs> We're gonna be, everyone's going to be in their living room, like trying to do the yoga and like <laughs> be like, all right, let's do Warrior Two. Like, yeah. Not that far, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's it's going to be a lot of fun and it's it's going to be, um, you know, finding that superhero within yourself. I love it. Yep. Back into the world and be of service to those that you support in the world. I, yeah, no, that's fantastic. I, I love I love hearing that. Um, I know we talked about this beforehand and I was like, is there anything coming up for you? And you the first thing you said and, and thought of was like, I have a client who's doing and and it was just. Interesting to hear because most people were like, oh, yeah, I have this cool thing. Mm-hmm. You literally came from the perspective of like, I have like, giving, right? You're like, I'm helping my client out. Like, she's doing this cool thing that's helping everybody. Mm-hmm. So I, I, first of all, I love that. And that's, I think, the spirit of virtual events, right? You want to make sure that you can give first. And that's essentially how you provide value. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is great that you're just exuding that yourself. Um, but wh- where can we get connected with you if uh, – and I have it here, actually. I, I realized I asked that and like, you gave it to me earlier. <laughs> um, <laughs> but to get connected with you, I, I know um, you just go to eventsorepowerful.com 
and mm -hmm. she is fantastic at not just creating this experience, but you can you just some of the people that she works with, right? She knows her stuff, and she definitely um, is the one to go to if you want to really have just a knock it out of the park live experience or a knock it out of the park virtual live experience, live virtual experience. So uh, definitely reach out to her and. And like we kind of just to kind of recap of what we said, mm -hmm. um, the ways to really reach out to people if you're looking to get on uh, virtual events to speak at, right? Start with value first. Reach out to the person if you've never met the person, if you never talked to them, like, like you mentioned, right? So I'm looking to sponsor these events. Um, first, you have to make sure those are the people that you serve as well, and then you reach out by providing value and helping them like cover their costs by sponsoring. And then they're more open to having that conversation with you. Mm -hmm. um, any any other final words on how to really get to those virtual events to speak at? Yeah, uh, get creative, right? Do mm -hmm. think outside the box. You know, there's there's organizations, there's associations out there that do virtual trainings already for their membership. Every single month, they're looking for experts. Yeah. Right? So it's like, is there an association that you can support? Um, and get into one of their monthly or weekly trainings. Um, you know, people are doing virtual happy hours nowadays, right? Or virtual meetups, you know, jump in there and, and start connecting with people virtually. There's, there's still ways to go to a virtual meetup group and, and be of value. It's like, how can I help and support you? Who are you looking to connect with? And just as human beings, we want to return the favor. And they'll, I guarantee you, they'll turn right back around and say, how can I support you? Who are you looking to connect with? But as long as you, one, come from a space of value to um, reach out and say, I'm looking for referrals and connections with, you know, these types of people that mm -hmm. I can support um, with their events or with their um, program launch or with their course creation or whatever it is, depending on where they're at in your funnel, if they help before or after your clients, right? Yep. That's the best way is just to, we're all online. We're all on Facebook. Yeah. Be in yep. the groups. Be of service in those groups, right? Like I, <laughs> I had somebody that was, she's not a client of mine. I'm in a speaker group. She said, hey, I'm looking at doing this summit. Who do you know that might be interested? I took her link and I shared it with all my other groups and things I'm a part of. And somebody asked me, they're like, how in the world did you find that? It's like, I met her at a live event. I stayed connected. I saw the posting. I just shared it, right? Yes. So okay, yeah. same thing, you're just being of service. And now that person was like, oh, Shay is a go-to person. She knows what's happening in the space. When I'm ready to do my live event, she's gonna come back. Yeah, and I know you actually recently started a group with a few other event planners about talking, um, really gathering that for yourself. And I, I know like where I'm at, um, it's something that we've been thinking about doing maybe like a, a workshop of some kind, maybe like a one day thing. Mm -hmm. um, definitely don't need to, I don't know for myself, <laughs> I don't feel like we need to be doing any three day conferences anytime <laughs> soon. Um, although, I, cause I don't even know where to start with that. Like obviously I have to reach out to you for that, but. <laughs> Like the one day things, I have an idea of like, I can get people through our certain process in like that one day, I feel, and really kind of workshop it out. And I say workshop because it's like a working thing, not like a, 
I think that's the only that's the only thing I think of when I say when when day live events. I'm sure there's other things that you you know that people have done. Um, but yeah, and if you're not in this group, reach out to Shay, um, get your invite because they're going to help you not just do virtual stuff, but on, on like actual live events as well. So they're, they're, it's a group curated for speakers um, that are really looking to use live events, either sponsor them or speak at them or create their own. Yeah. So definitely connect with Shay to do that. It's, it's funny, you wouldn't think you could get six event planners and producers together because, oh my gosh, you know, we're going to be working and going after the same people. Yeah. The thing is, we all do, yes, we all do events. Yeah. We all can do events, but we all have specialties within the events as well. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. Some of us like to find uh, speaking gigs for people. Some of us like to work very intimate workshop events. Some of them like to show you how to get sponsorships. So, you know, so there's a little bit of everything in there, and it's just kind of a mind pool of what's working, what's not working, and how can we support you moving forward. Yeah, no, I, I, I love it. That's definitely a great way to go about it. Again, it's it's coming from that abundance mindset. And that's, you know, like we can help. Not everyone's for you. Not everyone's for um, that event planner, that event planner. But like there are people right for you and for them. So um, as long as you all gather and you get, you know, you literally get to tap into the minds of these experts and ask them questions. I know I'm going to be. So that'll be definitely something good for all of us there. Uh, so, well, thank you again for coming on, and um, until next time, I know we're actually going to be talking later today. We have a scheduled podcast release. We're going to be diving a little bit more, a lot more in depth, actually, than all of this, what we just talked about, um, but not just with virtual events, but live events as well. Um, that releases May 8th, if I remember correctly. So it'll release May 8th with Shay. So feel free to stay tuned for that episode. That's a podcast launch. And... Uh, really we're going to dive into live events and really how to curate that experience even better. Uh, I'm going to be able to hopefully pick the brain of Shay here to let her spill the secrets that she has. So make sure you stay tuned for that episode. And uh, again, releasing May 8th to Monday, 10 AM, my time, mountain time. Um, and we'll go and talk about it there. I'll talk to you later. Bye.